0: Here's this week's specials at Publix, where fascism is our pleasure. Everyone goes cuckoo over our insightful buy one get one specials. This week's BOGO in our corruption department, buy one Republican, get the next one free. Save on eliminationist red meat in our insurrection section. In our baked fresh daily bakery department, for our village's customers only. Save on Metamusal Pie. For customers who support the Publix Governor's Vehicular Manslaughter Bill, in-store parking is now available. Subsidize domestic terrorism in our produce department. This week, save on peat bits, $4.99 a pound. Now here's a special message to our customers from public CEO Todd Jones. The violence at the Capitol on January 6th was a national tragedy and does not reflect our views and opinions of spicks Fags, Cocks, or Colors. It's Brittany Summers. Talk radio with balls. And big ones, too.
1: She's unforgettable.
2: Baby, look at me. Stop watching the Dress slutty. But you still won't see me Football is the best birth control Coach was take the toll I hate this game. game It's gonna last forever The Super Bowl makes me cry, cry. We haven't won since September You'd rather hang out with the guys Why? started at seven, and by eight all your friends came, Minds legs remain together, looks like this week is the same, cucumber, 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 95.3, cucumber,
0: 96.9, 103.9, 1470, WWNN. Hi everybody, welcome to the Brit Summer Show, broadcasting live, right down the street from prestigious Palm Beach which now is home to a treasonous murderer responsible for a half a million deaths. Yay! So proud to be here. Going to get right to it cuz listen, this show is based in Florida and uh we put more duh in the Florida because uh and if you're listening to this show out of state across the country or in Ireland or uh, <laughs> wherever, wherever you download this show, this should be of interest because Florida now tops the list for uh, disgusting headlines. And one that you may not have heard about yet, you will, is that we have a naturally a Republican rep here who who wants to. We have okay, Florida is a very long peninsula. And we have some main arteries going through that penis la that (laughs) run the length of the state. One of them being the Florida Turnpike, the most boring drive you'll ever want to take. And the other one is, uh, I'd have to say, one of the oldest routes that go from south to north Florida. And that would be Route 27, as opposed to Route 66. That was our Route 66. At one time in the 50s and 60s, to get from south to north and north to south, you either had to take the turnpike, which ended. You could have took 95, which ended. At one time, I-95 stopped in the north part of Palm Beach. And then it, it picked up again in South Broward. There was no 95 up until 1975. So a lot of people back then took 27. And... This repugnant wants to, get this now, rename Route 27, which, by the way, it still is. It's pretty much a two-lane or four-lane backwater road. It hasn't changed much. It goes through the uh, agricultural parts. It goes through redneck parts. It goes through, uh, it, sometimes it's pretty scary to drive in that road. Until you get up to North Florida, where you hit Orlando, then it starts to turn into like a uh, civilization a little bit goes through Claremont, and the only good thing about Route 27 is uh, that's where you'll find Donut King. That's the, uh, in my opinion, the best donuts in Florida. So really, I would say uh, above Disney World, Donut King is the only thing worth visiting Orlando for. Well, actually, it's in Claremont. Screw Disney World. Go to Donut King. Uh, (laughs) So this insane, by the way, the Republicans now It's just the Trump party, and they might as well just rename themselves the Trump party. Uh, Forget Republican. They don't don't even apply to that anymore. It's more like Spectre. It's more like just the alchemy of evil. It's really all that political party is. If it's even that, it's not even a political party. It's a movement of insane people that should be in an asylum. And this guy ought to be in, in an asylum, too, because... We used to have them here, too. Well, I think we have one in Florida, and he belongs there. And his name, get this, Anthony Sabatini. Yeah, Anthony Sabatini, see? And what he wants to do, he launched a petition drive to seek signatures to support renaming Route 27 the Donald J. Trump Highway. Anthony Sabatini.
3: In my home! In my bedroom where my wife sleeps!
0: Where my children come and play with their toys. Yo, Tony. Tony Sabatini. That's an accident, but nobody was hurt. Yeah. They want to name Route 27 after Don Trump, you know?
1: He's still alive. They hit him with five shots and he's still alive.
0: Oh, 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 boy. I don't think that's going to happen. I really don't think that's going to happen. They did that. We have the turnpike here, which is the Florida turnpike. It always has been. It always will be. And I think when when Jeb Bush was governor, they they renamed it the Ronald Reagan turnpike. And other than one little tiny sign along the way, nobody calls it that. No. And not to be topped, This killer governor we have. Death sentence. Rather than worrying about getting the vaccines in everyone's arm, because he doesn't want to give us a shot in the arm. What he wants to do is run us over with cars. He wants to legalize vehicular homicide and vehicular manslaughter. In fact, he puts the hick in vehicular. And we currently have a bill, SB 484, HB 1. That wants to ban the practice of blocking roadways. In other words, protests. They're going after Black Lives Matter protests. Which in Florida, mm, we really don't have that many. Once in a while we'll have a a protest. But we haven't had any like violent protests here since what? 1980, 1981? The OJ McDuffie thing or the uh, Marielle Boatlift? I mean, you could say... The alien protests, but they didn't get as violent. They just got stupid. That was the uh, last violent turn cars upside down, set them on fire. Uh, riot we had here. We've had protests, okay, uh, but that's about it. But now they want to make it legal to run protesters over with their co- with their trucks. Now, take away, the protesting, take away partisanship, all the politics or whatever it is. If this bill passes, that means any homicidal maniac that runs over pedestrians in the street, and it could be, and it's happened here, it happens here every day uh, to kids at bus stops, anybody just arbitrarily deciding to murder somebody with their car, according to this law, you're okay. Especially if you're white, you're all right, Pally. Have a nice day. Go have a beer. That's the mentality of this governor. That's what. That's what's. I mean, he's using this. He's covering it with. Uh, well, uh, the Confederate uh, memorials or statues are being torn down. Which here we don't have that many. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. There might, there might be two. Maybe up in North Florida we have that, but uh, down here, eh, I don't know. We have Broward County. Now, he was uh, one of those, uh, we had the Seminole Indian Wars or something, goes back. I don't know about the slavery thing with him or the Confederacy, but uh, they named a county after this guy, General Broward or whatever, Colonel Broward or whatever it is. Nobody knows who the guy is. They just call it Broward County. And then Dade was a, a soldier or something. Dade County. And nobody knows who he is, but that's about it. I mean, he's really, really upset about the uh, Confederate memorials. And uh, there might be, oh, I don't know, three. (laughs) It's like, okay. But he's using that as a veneer to give homicidal maniacs the absolute right in Florida to run over pedestrians with their car. And use the defense of, well, they were blocking my way because they were protesting. And get this, remember when Florida and many other states in 2015 had all of this flurry of anti-trans bathroom legislation that most of it didn't pass, thankfully. I think it did in a couple places, but but not here. We were successful at defeating it in this state. But remember what I said back then five years ago? And, And it's true to this day. The Republicans have what are called Bill Mills. And if there's a uh, hate issue, like uh, the anti-trans bathroom bills, and this one, where you can legally run people over with your cars, they're um, drafting these bills, not just here, not just Florida, but in other states, too. As in, Senate Bill 66, where you can get your kicks in Missouri. Missouri State Senator Rick Bratton, that's Boiled Bratton, introduced legislation... That would guarantee motorists a get out of jail free card if they run their vehicle into protesters. It's the same bill in Missouri. Drivers of vehicles who injure demonstrators or who, who block traffic in public streets, so long as the driver was exercising due care, it was not grossly negligent. And the protesters who are hit injured or even killed could be charged with the felony themselves not the driver it's the same thing so you got Florida Missouri you're going to see it pop up in uh, maybe Tuchus that'd be an easy one to get through that I would call that a Republican love hate bill because they hate people they hate human life but they love the idea of wholesale murder Now, that's not just a Trumpian thing. That's the Republican Party. They live for evil. They live for death. They live for murder. (laughs) So before long, (laughs) we have both of our state houses are full right-wing fascist Republicans. Before long... (laughs) <laughs> if you get angry enough or if you're having a bad day, you can take your anxieties out with your car by running somebody over. Oh, they were protesting. They were protesting. Just just run them over. <laughs> Without a witness, they go home. They, they have a happy day. Just like they're letting the uh, militant insurrectionist inbred pea picker booger picker boys and the the the, the uh proud to live at home boys with their mama uh the uh incels the filthy undergrowth uh, uh, underneath a uh, trailer park they're they're getting charged get this <laughs> remember a couple of weeks ago i was really happy because after letting everybody just go home because there were no authorities there At the Capitol, they just let them get in the cars and go home or get in the buses provided by Clarence Thomas's wife to go back home and have a happy day after pissing and shitting and vandalizing, injuring and killing at our state Capitol. Because as it turns out, we're finding out now that this was planned very carefully. It was orchestrated very carefully. And I don't know if anybody noticed that the only time that Trump was ever behind bulletproof, uh, bulletproof, it wasn't glass, but it was like a bulletproof shield, throughout his reign of terror, he never stood behind a bulletproof shield, but that one day he did. Why? Because they knew what was going to go down. Nothing of any consequence happened to any of these assholes, and uh, they were nailing him on, trespassing charges because they were compiling other federal charges to go with the trespass trespassing was fast quick and easy to get them in jail i thought okay that's a nice process at least they're going to prosecute them turns out now that in addition to trespassing it's like sneezing on a public property or littering they're not charging them with anything close to what they deserve which would be 20 years in jail or better and on top of that, this 22-year-old psycho bitch that claimed to steal uh, Pelosi's uh, laptop, she she, was, uh, she wasn't she was sentenced to jail. She was sentenced to uh, home confinement with her mother. Uh yes, in Pennsylvania. Uh, just stay home with your mother, put your ankle bracelet on, just, just stay put, and if you break any more laws, then your mother's going to go to jail. Well, guess what happened? She broke more laws and she's still not in jail there's more charges but you see the key reason for all of this is because <clears throat> oh let me see oh yeah they're white you see federal justice has a really big problem when it comes to prosecuting white people if these people were black they'd either be dead or in prison right now probably in the core civic prisons but they're white, so have a nice day, fellas. Like some of those Capitol Police cops that said, oh, come on, fellas, calm down. You know, that one guy was saying, uh, you know, this is a very sacred place for, don't do not do that. He reminded me of uh, Mr. Fields on Abbott Costello. Say, why don't you two boys just calm down? If that's how we're going to treat domestic terrorists, insurrectionists, Traitors to this country who would sell us out, and the Internet woman said she was going to sell a laptop to Russia. Nobody's sure what happened with it. If they're not going to face any real consequences other than a traffic violation, well, then you're not giving them any reason to stop whatsoever. And it's going to happen again. Why? Well, why not? No consequences. <laughs> You know what they're saying. <laughs> let's let's do it again. The worst that can happen is we'll get a trespassing charge. They shit and they pissed in congressional office space. And all they got was trespassing. Good night, kids. Thanks for stopping by. Oh, oh and would you like a cookie? That's how we treat homegrown terrorism here in this country. You didn't see any paddy wagons. Like you normally do. You didn't see any, like, uh, the protests we had over the summer. You didn't see any unmarked vans with unmarked cops loading uh, people into the the vans. Didn't see that? No. Uh, No! No, we got, uh, I think we're going to have to charge you with loitering. And here, have a cookie. Well, thank you, that mighty white of you. That's okay. If you're white, so now you know. If you want to visit our capital... And you want to take a leak on one of the congressional offices just inside there. If you want to take a big dump on somebody's desk, you're just going to get a trespassing charge. Hey, 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 come on, come on, don't, don't do that. We're a bunch of pushovers here. And they know it. And so it begins. The timid, spineless Democrats, Tim Kaine. Who who just say, "Well, well, let's work together. And Joe... Mr. President Biden, they're not going to work together and unite. They're not going to do that. You are repeating all the mistakes that Obama did for eight years. Waking up every day hoping that maybe they'll want to work with you today. Maybe they'll be your friend. See, if the, the Democrats and the Republicans met on a real battlefield, it would probably go something like this. The Democrats would have a representative to approach the Republicans and say something like, We, the Democratic Party, are here to extend a hand in friendship and everything nice, sparkles and sprinkles and happiness, and here's a wonderful souffle. I hope you'll enjoy it. And invariably, the Republicans say... Now, am I insinuating that we should respond in kind? No. No, I'm not. What I am saying is, go around them. Go through them. Push legislation through, which I'm hearing that we just might do that. Well, go ahead, please just do that. Push it through. They will not cooperate. There will be no bipartisanship. Screw that. Just push it through. Fast track it. Race track it. Put it through like a bowling ball. They break the rules, let's break some too. Why not? Who are they to tell us what to do? Uh, Look, both houses with a slim majority granted, but we've got to stand up and use this moment to tell the Republicans and the Trump lickers and the lick spittle out there, just give them the old maya
2: Fuck
0: you. Because Republicans hate us, and they're not going to be our friend. They hated Obama because he was black, and they hate Biden because he's a Democrat. They're not going to reach across the aisle in a show of friendship and unity. Ain't ever going to happen. No! So please, stop with the old school Democrat. You know, the Pat Moynihan type of politicking has been dead as long as he has. He died with it. And I'm, I'm certain I, right now, I'm certain Joe Biden's in, uh, calling some Republican senators or ca- talking to them on the phone, you know, you don't want to work with you, uh, Republicans. Uh, let's try to unite. They, they spit at you. They spit at us. That's not going to happen, Democrats. We have to get down into the mud and fight them. It is This is called a fight. For us to get anything accomplished, for us to get anything passed, to move legislation through the House, whatever you got to do, you got to twist arms, you got to do the LBJ thing when you grab them by the collar and push them up the goddamn wall, that's what you got to do. No more of this mealy mouth, jellyfish, spineless, feckless, dreamers, I mean, it's obvious that the the Trumplicans don't live in reality, but in some respects, the Democrats don't either. Expecting a kumbaya with the both houses, with with the both parties, not going to happen. And we need a a grand piano or a, a big anvil of fall on all our heads to to realize that they're not going to work with us this way. Now, as of late, I have read that maybe they're coming up with some. Uh, Creative ways to work around the Republicans, because they're, they're not going to work with us. They're not going to cooperate. They're not going to give the sweat off their balls. Uh, apparently, some Democrats realize that. And if I hear Chuck Schumer say one more time, we have secret ways to get around that. And I'm not, I am not going to tell you what they are but we have very special ways to do these things. Well, then, God damn it, do it. Because if you read the headlines, if you watch any of the news, it seems to me that Mitch McConnell is running the show, not Chuck. Not Uncle Chuck Schumer, who misses his junior's diner. Well, we're going to get Florida intensive because there's another national story we're going to talk about when I come back. Or as Rachel would say, watch this space. He spun him right out of his jockstrap. Were you Hunk, fudge stacking?
3: Men who like talking about other guys Are usually hiding from what they realize They want their nose in an athlete's life It's a yellow jockstrap Much like in smart holes conceal their fear By talking about sports while drinking a beer They desire of course to be a submissive queer For some yellow jock
2: straps
3: Yellow jock straps Yellow jock straps Only queers want to hear Sports all day. Yellow jock straps. Yellow drop straps. The management here is undeniably gay. Anyone who wants to hear just sports all stinking day is dreaming about a lot locker room golden shower spray. Yellow job straps. How about those dolphins, what a game they played And somebody's kid with the hurricanes do talk about it all the time Makes you a baggage, I'm afraid You like yellow-jot strands Churning and burning out morning shows No interest in learning about radio Just a sausage party for a few sportful homos Who like yellow-jot strands Yellow jock straps, yellow jock straps. Sport holes is who are in out.
2: 100%. Yellow
3: jock straps, yellow jock straps. They're on your mind to be in your mouth.
1: Sports, boy, sports, sport, sports, 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 sports,
0: All part of the Super Bowl Sunday show here on the Brit Summer Show. As if I give a crap. Especially with Tom Brady stealing millions of dollars in PPP uh, emergency fund money that could have gone to help needy people he used the money to buy a yacht
1: hey that Tom Brady uh, he can really play football
2: <laughs> he's
0: a thief a dirty low-down thief and what he did was it illegal no no because he has this company I don't know what it's called Tom Brady uh, Asshole Incorporated and uh, he applied as a essential business. Yes, Tom Brady is essential. He's an essential worker. Uh, so give him a yacht. And that's what he used the emergency PPP money for. Well, how about this, Tom Brady? You, you are a Trumper. You're a lifelong Republican. You you believe in the trickle-down theory. Here's some PPP for you. All over you, Tom Brady. He's, a, he's an all-time great for quarterback. Yeah, <laughs> Fuck Tom Brady. Speaking of big money, speaking of uh, mil- millionaires middle and billionaires. Publix, where shopping is a pleasure.
3: What a happy markets where shopping is a pleasure. Is a pleasure.
0: Yeah, I think it's the only jingle publics ever did, and that you can tell from the quality of that it's <laughs> it's been a long time since they've had a new one. But Publix doesn't need a jingle because they have a store in this town, in this state. And I think now in Georgia and South Carolina and, and of course, southern states, the low info states, Publix has a uh, grocery store up your ass, in your nose, in your face, in your bathroom. You you can walk down the street and you'll bump into a Publix. They're all over the place. They're peppered throughout your neighborhood. And... (laughs) They've been around, I think, since the 1930s. They've been around a long time. And that's okay. Listen, they're not the only ones that contribute to Republicans as far as uh, grocery store chains do. Uh, I mean, out west, I think you got Kroger's. I think you got Smith's. Up north, I don't know what, at Fairway? I don't even remember now. But down here in this toilet is Publix. And now you know what it is if you turn on the news. (laughs) Well, let me give you a little cursory background on Publix, which uh, we call Publix. It was founded by George Jenkins in 1930-something. And it's based in Lakeland, Florida, which is like, oh, let's say Berlin was in the early 40s. It's super right-wing. Always has been. Nothing new there. But this guy Jenkins, the guy who founded it, uh, much as he supported Republicans and fascism and everything else, uh, and, and uh, hated, hated unions. That's why he flourished so much in FLAB, But aside from that, Jenkins was smart enough to realize that if you leave the customers alone and don't pester them with your political beliefs, they'll come in and spend their money. Minorities people you hate, people you don't like. They all have money to spend in your stores. And uh, for the longest time, up until they got this new CEO, they, yeah, they always contributed to right-wing campaigns and Republicans and all that. They always did. But they kept their mouth shut about it. Up until they got this new CEO, Todd Jones, (laughs) if you look at this guy, Google image, Todd Jones, CEO of Publix. And when you when you see him, you'll say, oh, yeah, he, he's one of those. Definitely one of those. Todd Jones, yes, sir. And now they're bragging about it. DeSantis is their boy. They're so happy. They, they have them do pressers in front of a public supermarket store. They uh, brag about how much money they contribute to Republican campaigns. This is all new. They didn't do this before. You had to really dig and find out what they were doing behind the scenes. Now they're out with it, just like all the racists are just wearing it on their sleeve now because they've been emboldened. They, in the last four years, they've been given credibility by not just Trump the Republican Party. They said, yeah, that's okay. So, Publix, they just followed suit. They figured, why should we keep it a secret? Sure, we're contributing to uh, Hitler and uh, Bolsonaro and Putin and whatever you want to do. Screw you, we're Publix. On on a personal side, I've never had a bad encounter there. Uh, We're kind of like against the wall on where to shop. Yeah, we have Aldi. We have Trader Joe's. All far from me. Yeah, we have them. Well, but it's a schlep where I live, and they don't have everything. That's the problem. I mean, I, I can't get the the cat food that my cats like the, the healthier stuff. You have to go to Publix, uh, and I forget Whole Foods. There's no way I can afford to even walk in the door. You know, it's great. I, you know, and I'm all for boycotting Publix like they're doing right now, Uh but. Some people just can't afford, and there's Win dixie but talk about dirty inside. I, I really meant, speaking of that, I miss Penn Dutch. Yeah, it was a little unclean, but man, the bargains you could get in there, the meats were real fresh, butchered that day. I remember, you remember in my earlier shows, I even took a tour of in the back, where, and it looked fine to me, um, but they were closed down for health violations. I don't know what it was but that's what we have. That's our limitations here. You do what you can afford to do, and Publix isn't cheap either, not by a long shot, but they got things that you can't get at Aldi, and the things you can't get at Trader Joe's. And one thing about Aldi, the chicken and the pork, great, and it's uh, chemical-free, it's uh. No GMOs or uh, nothing artificial, and no kind of what are they, steroids in the meat or something. But the problem is the meat that they sell there. If you're a meat eater, as I am, it's it's very very lean. If you like lean meat with no fat, with no marbling, absolutely bright red, then Aldi's for you. As their meat is just, I I can't. It it's tough. You need a chainsaw to cut it. It's just, and that's just because you know they don't use steroids or any of the drugs or, which which kind of doesn't make sense to me because what they do before that and they had great steak. Anyway, so there's your background on Publix, and the Wall Street Journal broke this story about the heiress to old man George Jenkins, who died in 1996, and it's it's his uh, right wing Trumpian chode splat daughter. Uh, Julie Jenkins Fancelli. Where are all these Italians moving up to North Florida? Julie Fancelli. Hey, how are you? She donated $300,000 to fund the rally that preceded the violent riot at the U.S. Capitol last month. Now, according to Wall Street Journal, the donation is only the latest in controversial political spending by associates and beneficiaries of the incredibly popular Lakeland-based grocery chain, which employs 225,000 people, which, by the way, I should add that uh, even though they're non-union, the the employees there, uh, the ones that stay, I think they have some kind of a 401k, profit sharing or something. They get treated really well. And a lot of them work their whole lives and retire at a, a nice salary. And, uh, you know, it's like any other business, I'm certain there's problems. But generally, if you talk to the employees there, they're okay with it. And that's what I, another problem I have with the boycott is. It's not their problem. Uh, they're always very nice to me. Anyway, they made 38, ba-ba, 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 billion billion in retail sales in 2019. Now, Julie Fanchelli, she's 71, and she's a part-time Lakeland resident, Oh, by the way, you know what's in Lakeland? The villages. (laughs) White
1: Pound! pound. There you go, White White, Pound!
0: Her donation paid for most of the roughly $500,000 rally at the Ellipse where where Trump incited the attendees. Infowars huckster, Alex Jones, who's going to get sued into oblivion, he arranged for the donation. He worked with her.
2: I will eat your ass.
0: Publix, where fascism is our pleasure. Fancelli and her two children contributed as much as the law allows to Trump's re-election campaign in 2019. Around $171,000. Some of that was my money. She gave more than $980,000 to both the Republican Party and Trump's campaign in the 2020 cycle. And like I was saying, Publix affiliates have a long history of giving big bucks to conservative causes. In 2018, Publix leaders gave $670,000 to a Republican goober notorial candidate, Adam Putnam, who declared himself a proud NRA shellout, prompting die-in protests led by survivors of the Parkland shooting. In 2019, heirs to the Publix fortune gave $25,000 to a PAC supporting... None other than Governor Ron death sentence. publics Now this was this <laughs> this was her money, and I guess she gets paid dividends from publics, but it was not the company itself. However, they're in so deep with the Republican Party, their, uh, two that I read, their per- press releases defending themselves are, <laughs> fall on deaf ears because they've been contributing the, to this for so many years now, it doesn't matter what they say. But but here's one. Oh, this was a tweet. They had uh, two official press releases in both major newspapers here. No, maybe three. One in Orlando, and then and then this tweet, which read, "The violence at the Capitol on January sixth was a national tragedy. The deplorable actions that occurred that day do not represent the values, work, or opinions of the public supermarkets." What a disclaimer that is. Yeah, except for one thing. Everybody else that's in the Republican Party, every other fascist you can find, including death sentence, you gave him money too. No, corporate did not give money to the insurrection. The heir did. Julia uh, Fogaldini, or, or whatever her name is. But you, Publix, you contributed by helping these candidates get elected in the first place.
3: What a happy difference Public markets
2: where shopping is a pleasure. Public.
0: from the makers of the amazing Wonder Bra, it's the amazing new Wonder Jock. The jock that makes you really stand out in a crowd.
2: Hi. Hi. Great party. Yeah. So listen, I saw you from across the room, and I couldn't help noticing your huge penis.
0: Actually, it's not that huge. Really? It just looks huge, thanks to my amazing new Wonder Jock. The amazing new Wonder Jock's patented construction lifts your penis and separates your testicles. For a look that says, my penis is being lifted and my testicles are being separated. Just as the Wonder Bra gives girls cleavage, a Wonder Jock gives men peevage. Uh, what are you doing?
2: Looking down your pants. You've got great peevage.
0: Thanks. Want to have sex now? Okay. The amazing new Wonder Jock. Yes, the grappling hooks hurt like hell, but it's worth it. Getting
2: bigger and bigger because
3: I'm <laughs> Station with the happy DJs? About one thing I know, and what I like about Sport whole Radio, I wanna talk about it, talk about it, wrap my life all around sport. Wrap my life around sport. <laughs> Watching men play games and doing the wave. That means more to me than getting late. I wanna talk about it, talk about it, wrap my life all around sport. Wrap my life around sport. I'm afraid of women, they got breath. And got a lot of cooties on their breast. I'd rather watch men play with their balls And join them in the shower stalls But so tight, sweat so sweet I have a fetish for feet. I wanna talk about it, talk about it Wrap my life all around sport Wrap my life around sport no, fellas. I'm afraid of women anyway Never really sure what to say But I can watch ESPN all night long Whacking off my tiny schlong Oh, but so tight, sweat so sweet I have a fetish for her ass feet I want to talk about it, talk about it Wrap my life all around, wrap my life all around Wrap my life all around, boy! Wrap, my, wrap my life around, boy!
0: Yeah, we're sports intensive here on the uh, first part of the Brit Summer Show. So wraps up part one. Stay tuned for part two. Watch this space. (laughs) As Larry King would have said, we have more to come on part two of the Brit Summer Show. And for everybody listening on the ground, you're really better off just listening to the show online. But in any case, if you're in your car... As Jim Mandage would say, driving around with your windows down. I'll see you again here next week on 95.3, 96.9, 103.9, 1470, WWNN. This is the WWN Network. WWNN. Feeding South Florida. It's Florida's leading domestic hunger relief organization, the largest and most efficient food bank, serving Palm Beach, Broward, Miami-Dade, and Monroe Counties. Feeding South Florida has distributed nearly 51 million meals to over 700,000 individuals. And since our COVID-19 response began, Feeding South Florida has hosted over 250 drive through food distributions. If you're able to, please donate today at FeedingSouthFlorida.org. That's FeedingSouthFlorida.org.
1: It's Brit Summers at the Brit TheBritSummersShow.com! Show.
0: The Brit Summers Show obituary reports that a lot of people die but nobody musical, so in our continuation of Super Bowl Sunday... I'm a madly throbbing fan of Porthole hole
1: radio and all the pumped up muscle jocks who speak in monotones In the bleachers, I'm a macho sport hole that gave dreams Of how I want to pump my muscle in between their cheeks I dig the jocks I dig them I dig the jocks, jocks, jocks (coughs) Sports is all that matters if you wanna get me firm I'm aware of women, but they just get on my nerves I like dropping athletes' names as if they really know me. In the company of lonely sport hall nerds and curds, I dig the jocks. I dig the jocks, jocks, jocks. Oh. Fanny slap and towel snap and manly jocks are sweating. I would like to lick their legs all the way to heaven. In the sports bar, knocking back a brew with all the guys Watching games as someone's hand goes running up my thighs I dig the jocks in white tube socks I dig the jocks, jocks, jocks Sport gush gushbound, athletes all thin, you, and sweaty Let me strap these garters on and change my name to Betty
3: One day on a sport hall show, they talked about cleats. How did they know listeners are into huffing feet? I dig the jocks.
0: Sports always matters. I dig the jocks, jocks, jocks. Oh. Sports is
1: the only thing that matters. In fact, sports Sports. always matters. Nothing else.
0: Yeah, sports, that has a real impact on everyone's lives now, doesn't it? Sports! Give more money to Tom Brady. He can't have enough. Give all of our emergency COVID bailout money, give it all to Tom Brady so he can buy seven more yachts. He is a yachts yachts. You're listening to the Brit Summer Show on Skyhawk Radio, FYI Nation, iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Patreon, SoFlow Channel. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of people passed away in the last couple weeks that were... Well, a couple of them were a, a big surprise to me. Cicely Tyson, I had no idea she was in her 90s. I didn't know she was that old. And Cloris Leachman, who I knew was that old. Al Holbrook, who uh, I, I thought he already died. Sonny Fox, the real Sonny Fox, ladies and gentlemen of Wonderama fame, who was a genuine World War II hero. He passed away in his 90s. He did okay. But everyone who, who grew up in New York knows Sonny Fox. Even though he left Wonderama early on, uh, he, he's the one who left the biggest impact. He, he was such a genuinely nice man. And, and very active into his 90s, still doing stuff. And speaking of New York, Harry Harrison of WABC, when it was a real live radio station, uh, he passed away as well.
3: 77 WAVC with Pritney Summer.
0: Yeah, Harry Harrison. And uh, the only one left alive now is. Uh... Come on, let's go, go, go. What a booty show. Come on, let's go, go, go. With cousin Brucey. Is he, is he still on? I
3: don't
0: know. I want to thank everybody for contributing to this show. And making it possible for free downloads on SoundCloud, which are available to everybody for free, uh, depending on how far back you want to go and how irrelevant you want it to sound. <laughs> so over the past four years. Every one of those shows were, was dated by time it uh, was uploaded. But I want to welcome all my new listeners, which I got a lot of new ones, uh, all the time. Uh, thank you for tuning in. And of course, the primary underwriter of this program... Ernie! This is just for you, Ernie. One more time before I put it back on the shelf.
3: I have no pants on. Uh, No! I'm dancing in the nude right now. (laughs) I'm shaking round the Wonder World. Watch how it wiggles when I jerk. It's waving and wagging. I like to watch it lobbing up and down i shake my legs with my happy feet To make my button mushroom work Mm. Come on, let's go dancing with no pants on Come on, let's go dancing with no pants on Come on, everybody take your pants off now I'm hyperventilating I am
1: juiced up right now
3: My wee-wee's in motion Now do you like it when I swing it around? Yank it, yank it, baby And let me show you how it works.
0: Squirt, squirt Yeah
3: Come on, let's go dancing with no pants on Come on, let's go dancing with no pants on Come on, everybody take your pants off Now
2: You call that a penis?
3: Come on, let's go dancing with no pants on Come on Go dancing with no pants on. Come on, let's go dancing with no pants on. Come on, let's go dancing with no pants on. Come on, everybody take your pants
0: off now. You're listening to the Brit Summer Show, and earlier I was talking about Publix, where fascism is their pleasure. And CNN did a story about this a uh, uh, couple of times, as a matter of fact. I guess MSNBC figured that since it's a regional grocery store chain, they figure nobody's going to be interested in that. But CNN, to their credit, they did air the story a couple of times, but they did make one little tiny mistake. And that was at the end of the report, they said, Publix will have the vaccines available, but there aren't enough stores located in the poor areas, in the areas where people have a hard time finding a Publix. You didn't do your homework. I mean, like I said, there's a Publix in your pants. There's a Publix in your purse. There's a Publix in your glove box. And yet are in the poor areas in addition to uh, Winn-Dixie's. They're in the poor areas predominantly, but there are Publix. They have them, too. And if they could, in the middle of the Everglades, in the wilderness, they would put a Publix if they saw a profit in it. I, I, something i got to tell you, uh, we had a Safeway here for about 10 minutes, and everybody liked it. It was an old Albertsons that, uh, well, Albertsons, uh, they all closed here. I know they're open in the Midwest somewhere, but they're gone here. So one of the old Albertsons stores became a Safeway, and it was a big hit. So (laughs) by the time I got in the car to drive out this, go to Safeway, it was already a Publix. That's how Publix operates. You have no choice. You can boycott all you like, but invariably... You will wind up at Publix for one thing or another. The CNN got that part of the thing wrong. I don't know. They added, added it for dramatic effect or something. But whoever reported on that does not live in Florida. And speaking to CNN, uh, <laughs> they're losing me as a viewer. I'm finding that more often than not, I am changing to MSNBC. I'm flipping the dial, which, by the way, you ever notice that they have the same spots? Uh, And when they don't have any spots, it's uh, Sarah McLaughlin, the sad doggy spots. But I'm watching MSNBC more often than CNN because every time I put on CNN, there she is, Abby Phillip. The times when she looks into the camera, she'll look on her face like, (coughs) I'm on the camera. She's a news reporter. Okay. But for print, not cut out for television. Sorry. It's just like uh, Rachel, who has the highest-rated primetime news show uh, on MSNBC. Highest-rated out of all three of them. And that's fine. She does a good job. But if you ever heard her radio show, you would uh, do a double-take. That's Rachel? She, she's lousy on radio, but great on TV. Not everybody can make the swish. But this is, this is Abby Phillip, for Christ's sake. Jake Tapper. So, Abby... You think President Biden's going to have a difficult time with his agenda? Yes, Jake. I think he will be having a very difficult time forwarding his agenda. <gasps> was that the camera? Enough with Abby Phillip. She she has, again, I'll preface it by saying, I'm certain she's a very nice girl and she was a very good reporter for the Washington Post. Okay. Some people don't belong on television. That woman has nothing to say. Let her go home and write something. I'm certain she's a very good writer. She with the blank stares, looking for which camera to look at. It's it's awful. Well, what do you think, Abby? Well, I think Joe Biden is focused on the agenda ahead. Every five minutes you turn I guarantee you turn it on right now, you'll see Abby Phillip. I don't know what David Chillian sees in her. They got a lot of on air talent available in their pool of punditry. Why her? I don't know. And while I'm at it, another thing someone else is going off, he's going to be blocked on my DVR. And I have been recording his show all the way back for years, all the way back to Politically Incorrect. And Bill Maher, you're done. I am done with Bill Maher. The king of smug, Mr. Smug, I'm done with you. I mean, I didn't always agree with you, but you know, you had a a pretty fair show, and and I like the uh, differences of opinion you had in it. I like the format; it was fine. But now, you lost me. Having anti vaxxers for for what half the show almost. I know you're bitter that you can't have a live audience anymore. Although you turned that studio into a covid spreader event with your crew because you just gotta i just
3: gotta have a live audience
0: baby uh, stephen colbert's upset about it but he's he's a responsible human being he's not a spoiled brat baby
1: my, my, my audience.
0: and yeah i know bill maher misses doing his live uh, stand-up things which are are all shut down now we're in a pandemic bill the world doesn't stop for you And then the guests, (laughs) I mean, not just podcasters, but he has podcaster co-hosts, the co-hosts of a podcast. He can't get guests on that show because people don't want to catch COVID. It's maskless and there's people and, and SNL, the same thing. Use a laugh track, SNL. We know what's going on. You know, you have to, No one's going to be upset about it. You can't be live, and we understand that. And you, you you, did that when the pandemic first started. But I understand what you're doing. Saturday Night Live is taking, you know, first responders and stuff. And, of course, they're testing and uh, masking. And uh, taking all the precautions with the distancing and everything. But it doesn't have to be live, okay? And if your sketches were really funny, which uh, since the... The post-dictator is gone. Your sketches haven't been funny. It's like uh, Randy Rainbow. You're up there with uh, Vaughn Meter and David Fry. You're going to have to recoup. But uh, Bill Maher, he's uh, off my viewing list. He's been in denial about this COVID since it started. Since it, He was pissed off he had to do it from his house. It didn't bother Kimmel. It didn't bother Fallon. It didn't bother Conan. It didn't bother Colbert. Who the hell are you? Anti-vaxxers. Yeah, the smart set don't need no vaccine. We're going to be free riders. And he says, is that what they call them? Free riders? Yeah, that's what you're going to be, Bill. Free riding loafer. Which means if everybody has the vaccine, you don't take it, then you don't need it. That's what he's going to do. Grew you, Bill Maher.
3: Don't know much about what you call sports. That goes for baseball. Football, lacrosse. I don't know much about Tennis or golf Whatever sport home Talk about But I do know that Sports sports is gay And when you're out with the boys at the game All alone with your wife I will be Now sports widows are looking for screwing So while you'll be at the stadium Being dumb, drunk and stupid your wife will be banging me. Don't know much about NFL stats. Don't know much about sniffing straps. Don't know much about the college teams. I'm concerned with more important things. Like when you go to a sports bar where all the macho sports bags are. Your wife will make sweet love to me. <laughs> Go to the game. <laughs> Watch this way, men play. You <laughs> <The> stupid schnook. <laughs> your Wi Fi schnook. Yeah. But I do know that sports is gay. And when you're out with the boys at the game, all alone with your WiFi I will be.
1: You're listening to The Brit Summit Show. are strange, they're never happy Never get laid and stay home all alone Women are scary to sport-faggy homos Girls smell like fish when you lick under their arm They're afraid to ask a girl out for a day Manly face worshiping men who play games Contact games but they're straight, so they say. Sport holes are straight, charming born morons, with posters of athletes adorning their walls. Monotone neat heads, dysfunctional retards, pleasure themselves to men who play with balls. They like straight, big sweaty men that ain't very straight. Talking about men all day. Now that's gay. Yeah, that's gay. Very gay.
2: You
0: have been listening to the Brit Summer Show. On iTunes, Skyhawk Radio, FYI Nation, TuneIn, Stitcher, Patreon, SoapFloatChannel.com. And thanks for listening to me do cartwheels with no pants on. (laughs) Now, in honor of Sonny Fox, that is to say, the real Sonny Fox, I don't have a clean enough copy for the theme from Wonderama, but I do so happen to have, if you grew up in New York, the Sandy Becker theme. And if you'll recall in my earlier shows, I used to close with this. And for old time's sake, I'm gonna use this to close out the show. the trial takes place next week. I'll cover that on next show. But if anything happens between now and then, I accept no responsibility for that. I'll get back to you next week. Till then, this is Brit Summers saying, we owe anti-vaxxers a debt of gratitude. Think of all the extra vaccine they're going to leave for us. Thanks, anti-vaxxers. Bye, bye, bye. I'm a generically bland sports figure. Many sportholes get confused when Valentine's Day come around. That's the time of year when closet-case sportholes have to pay attention to
1: women. That's where sporthole bouquet comes in. Their take on your take is
0: to take the worry out of your take on <coughs> women. Sporthole bouquets are designed to satisfy a woman's needs, in addition to banging someone else while you watch or play the game. So relax. Just give it a flowers and give back to your real game. Watching, talking, and dreaming about men. Mm. Oh. Call 1-800-SPORTHOLE-BOUQUET. Keep your dial tuned to sports radio all day.
1: And don't feed the beard.